Welcome to Salty Crackers, where two middle-aged women discuss movies, books, things going on in the world, whatever crosses our salty little minds. Please enjoy the show, and listener discretion may be advised. I'm Summer. And I'm Kirsten. And we are Salty Crackers. For sure salty. Oh, yes. So, Kirsten... Summer, what is on your mind today? Well, I thought we should talk about being startled and all the fun stories that go with that. (laughs) And I know you in particular have quite a few stories you could share. You could probably share some of my stories because they probably uh, came a little funnier and you remember them quite well. Well, some of them, maybe. Right, maybe. So what made me think of this topic was that um, at my job, one of our listeners, shout out to Mondo, uh, came up to me the other day and I had my head in the freezer and I can't hear anybody walk around me like that. And I don't know, he said, hey, or something like that. And I like jumped and squealed a little bit and all this and He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to, to scare you. And it was either that or Pokey and the ribs. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then you would have thought you were being killed. Well, I have had my head in the freezers and had somebody pat me on the butt. And I've turned <laughs> around with this look on my face like, that had better either be Craig or somebody's going to get punched. And I turn around and it's one of the ladies I work with. I'm like, oh, you're okay. You're fine. I'm surprised you weren't demanding a tip. Well. I mean, that would have been my thought. You better be my husband or else there better be a lot of money in your hand that you're going to give me. <laughs> this is the same girl that told me I don't have a butt. <laughs> Maybe she was just checking. I don't know. She's okay, fine. I got to feel that and see if, is it there? Yeah, yeah that's Erica. She was on my uh, Kentucky Derby team with me. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but having him startle me got me to thinking about just how easily startable I am. <laughs> Not easily startled, but startable. Well, that might be another word I came up with. I don't know. It's the I only way I know how to word it. Instead of easily startled. Right. Okay. Well, we can I, have your to, I think it might be a genetic thing. Hmm. So. Think that? Talking with. Uh, she told me one time. That. Her mother was that way. Uh-huh. And it's a true thing. Like all the way through. You can be standing there having a conversation with somebody looking at them and they could go and make a sudden movement or something. And it'll literally make you jump and squeal like (laughs) they snuck up on you and you're right there with them, but it's bad. It's, it's so bad. And I don't know that my whole thing with bad made it any better. Oh, I am surprised neither one of you ended up dead from that. (laughs) And I'm not saying that they were trying to kill each other. No, no, no. 
<laughs> this was all fun and games. Except oh, yeah. they both startled very, very easily. So right. I'm just surprised neither one had a heart attack. It used to make mom so mad, too. She'd be like, will you two stop it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with dad, it got to where, like, he'd hear me come home or something like that. And he'd be waiting around the corner. And I'd walk in. He'd go, oh. And he'd, like, grab me. And I'd jump in the air. And bad words would fly out. And I'd start kicking him. It was a self-defense <laughs> thing. I started kicking him in the legs, and he's like, ow, 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 ow. Your fight or flight response. Right. <laughs> Apparently, it's fight on that time. Yeah. But I would very much return the favor. <laughs> it's poor old man. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably started it. It really is kind of, whew, at least I didn't kill him kind of a thing, because when... <laughs> You kept his heart good, nice and healthy. Well, a little extra jolt start type of thing. (laughs) Not that it had stopped, but it's like applying those like shock boards to a person that's not flatlined. Yeah. So maybe he was an atrofib and you just saved his life. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But he would like a lot of times, not all the time, but you could tell when I got him good because he'd. Uh, and grab his chest like right over his heart (laughs) whoops maybe that was a little excessive dad sorry (laughs) (laughs) it was too funny it used to make mom so mad but well yeah she didn't want to lose him that young well she just thought we i think she thought we were being childish but well you know dad Dad, no, we weren't. We were just having you, fun. Right. You were. But it's totally fine. Because oh. who better be childish with than an, a, a very mature adult child? Adult child. Yes, exactly. I was hoping you were going to throw the word child in there somewhere. I, I had to come up with the right wording. Just, yeah, very mature adult child. So you were talking of me. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> I, I said mature. <laughs> I know that's what that's what defined the difference between you talking yeah. about dad or me. So I knew. Yes. Yes. So yes. Um, it it's so bad that I don't know how you are, but if you're watching a scary movie or something, how do you react? You've never seen it before. It's scary. Something startling happens. What do you do? Well, I might be a bit of a sociopath or something. I don't know. So sometimes I do jump a little. But I think my startle reaction, whatever we want to call this, I think it might be a little broken. (laughs) Or maybe I learned to control it. Because with kids, you can't let them know they scared you or it's never ending torture dad um (laughs) so i mean there's a student at school who will jump out and try to scare me every time and i just not even a jump i just look at him i'm like you know you didn't scare me because nothing is as scary as my kids and he (sighs) just kind of looks at me really confused because i think he's a third grader and he just doesn't understand and it went over Rebecca's head, too, because he did that when Rebecca was with me. 
And she's like, oh, rawr. I'm like, yeah. But, <laughs> you know. Um, no, so most of the time I don't startle. But, uh, so we, we've heard about my new little kitten. Yeah. And he's so cute and he thinks he's so ferocious. And he was being a little tiger that he is and was stalking poor little Toby, who's just not sure what to think of a furball with such sharp claws. And Toby was right up against me and I saw it happening. And I was on my phone just like waiting, thinking it was going to be so funny. Well, as soon as Toby yet let out his yip, I yeeted my phone across the room. Oh, so he did startle you. Yeah, and I was expecting it. And Jason's sitting there looking at me, and I'm laughing. And I'm like, I knew it was coming. I was waiting for it. And it still startled me. So uh, the phone protector, the screen that I had just replaced, now has a crack in it. I'm kind of stuck with, regardless, I'm always going to have a crack on my screen. Oh. But at least it saved my phone from cracking. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. (laughs) I don't think I could have gotten you that good, quite honestly. (laughs) No, I don't think you could. Are we thinking of the same situation way back in the day? Oh, what? With the lizard? No. With what? Okay, dear audience. Kirsten is not talking about anything new. This didn't develop as an adult. She tried this even as a teenager. Way back in the old days when we lived in Fernley, we had... This little teeny tiny hallway that went into our laundry room that also kind of like, if you did another right turn, would take you into the kitchen. And she stood in the doorway as I was going to go down the hallway to get to my bed. And she's standing there. I walk by and she comes out screaming and slapping me and telling me, shame on me for scaring her. (laughs) Oh my goodness, you scared me so much. And I'm just like, what? You scared me. Okay. Okay. So, with that, I, when you started telling the story, I remember what you're talking about. <laughs> you're like, oh crap. <laughs> so yeah, you could make a circle around the house there if you were to go from the hallway through the laundry room, the kitchen, into the living room, through the hallway, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. So, anyways, uh, I was going to scare you, uh-huh. and I was standing there in the hallway by the. Uh, door to the hall uh to the hallway and the laundry room to the hallway and uh, the anticipation was building up and it just <laughs> had to be the right moment and you came out sooner than i was anticipating <laughs> yes and totally got me instead and you didn't even know what was going on and you were swatting at me I'm like uh okay psycho <laughs> yeah yeah, that, that is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, you're trying to scare me. I remember another one that you got a kick out of last spring. And 
I was on the phone with you. We're having a conversation and I oh. walked outside. Oh, that was funny. And this deer, I don't even know if it was a buck or what, it like jumping on beside a house right next to me. It scared the piss out of me, like <laughs> shrieking and running around in a circle. I literally ran around in a circle. And I thought, because all I have is audio, I thought my sister was being attacked by, I don't know, a murderer. <laughs> because the sound of terror in her voice, the screaming, yeah, what else are you going to think? You know, well, okay, when you're me, what else are you going to think? She, she's going to be murdered. <laughs> well, I was living at the time a little bit on the edge there with anxiety because of a certain someone that was just harassing the piss out of me and yeah. had already hurt me. So I was already like edgy all the time, you know, whether yeah. you're thinking about it or not, you're just kind of on edge. And uh, so later, later in the spring, I was working at Lakeside Lodge, you know, um, doing the housekeeping. And it was further in the afternoon, like I would say like two or three or something. Housekeeping quarters are separate from everything. It's like cabins and stuff. So obviously you're not going to be attached to these cabins and it has a garage on the one side and stuff. And it was, we had like full, you know, people there, visitors, guests, whatever. And they have like probably 150 feet away from the door of the laundry room they have like a grassy area and they have chairs it's really nice very comfortable you know the lake's right there and I'm in there and I'm folding laundry the doors open because it's very warm we have the washers and dryers going just making more heat and the manager oh my goodness she came like rushing in and talking at the same time and scared me so bad I kid you not, this is not an exaggeration. I thought about inviting her on here to tell you herself her <laughs> thoughts, but she scared me so bad that I started screaming. I like I jumped around, started screaming, realized I was screaming, slapped my hand over my mouth, <laughs> continuing to like I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop screaming. And it was a terrified scream. And I had like backed up into the corner. And I was just, and I could see out the door past her, one of the guests sitting in a lounging chair on the grassy area. And I could not stop screaming for like a minute and a half, like this <laughs> terrified, horrible scream. And when I finally got done, like I was like bent over, I was just so shaken. And she's like, are you okay? <laughs> you scared me so bad. She goes, I thought I broke you. <laughs> no, you're already broken. She didn't do anything. <laughs> I couldn't stop. I had my hand over my mouth and I was still just screaming and I just couldn't oh stop. Gosh. And my mind had to finally catch up and be, stop screaming now. <laughs> it was so bad. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I so thought I broke you. You couldn't stop. And I'm like, <sighs> by the way, can you go to town and get some propane filled for one of these guests for the barbecue? And I'm like, 
let me change my pants first. Right. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. Oh. And oh, just, just so bad. It is awful to be like this. Yeah. And you I, would I have my moments where it doesn't take right. anything, but uh, not like you. Oof. Right. You would think being like this, maybe I wouldn't be so eager to scare the piss out of other people, but it's so much fun. <laughs> I honestly I can't help myself most of the time, you know. Well, I do like jumping out and scaring my kids. So in that uh, Saints and Sinners, Saints or Sinners episode, yeah. we were talking about Amy and how her kids don't like me and they, sh- <laughs> they should absolutely adore me because I'm like, the best aunt ever. Oh, whatever. For the audience to know why her kids are terrified of me. You need to tell them. Well, yeah. And I still don't get it. Oh. So with my kids, because my kids, like, Paul's oldest, you know, and then Laren came along and stuff. So there's some already established history going on here. I used to growl at my kids. Arr! You still do. Jump out and... Yes, I still do. (laughs) And my granddaughter. And uh, she was not even a year old. She was like maybe six months old when I started doing it to her. She wasn't scared. My kids were never scared. They loved it. It, It's fun. And then, you know, they growl. And my granddaughter, that's when she started... When she (laughs) would see me because I'd go to her other grandma's house or something to pick her up or whatever. And... She'd see me. She'd be sitting in her bouncy chair. And she'd go, eee. you know, six months old. It's so cute. <laughs> and so we, we growl at each other and it's just our thing. Yeah. That's how you uh, show your love. Right. I think it's totally appropriate. My but kids, none of them. Amy they were never boys were raised a little differently and that's okay. Well, yeah, they were raised differently. That's okay. But the sense of humor is a sense of humor. And so they well, would come to visit. <laughs> You know, and they're little. They're not babies, but they're like uh, two or three years old. Where they maybe start they were scared. Maybe they were babies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, <laughs> I would and do now it. To it all makes them. sense. You don't even have to say it. It all makes sense. You're like, oh yeah, okay. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. But I would growl at him, and they would start crying. <laughs> And then they would like hug their parents and stuff. And, and from that moment on, they never wanted anything to do with me. They were always scared. You think, okay, they'll get over it when they're older. And like eight would come. They're still not over it. 15 comes. They're still not over it. Like 22. they're grown. <laughs> right. They're grown. And I still think they're terrified of me. And I don't get I don't get it. I'm so much fun. <clears throat> I don't remember growling at my kids, but mom did. (laughs) So Rebecca always liked mom, always, where she didn't like very many people as a baby. And I told mom, I said, it's kindred spirits. You're both evil. She can sense it. She loves you. (laughs) And Rebecca's, you know, at the right age where kids start getting a little bit more cautious of strangers. Now, audience, keep in mind, my mother lives in a different state. I don't see her very often, but she would come and visit. So 
mom's over here. Rebecca's mad. Well, Rebecca just has anger issues, but she was mad about something and not too sure about my mom. And my mom growls at her. And Rebecca stopped, kind of looked at her, and then smiled and walked right up to her like, yeah, you speak my language. Right. The language of growl. (laughs) Yeah. We're both angry. You get it, Grandma. (laughs) Rebecca's always loved Mom. And Mom doesn't understand why. Because we're both angry. I don't know. Kindred spirits. That evil, it's right there. It, it's tying you together. Hey, now. Hey, now. Watch what okay. you say. That's my mother you're talking about. Yes, it is. She may be ornery. She maybe can be mean. But she's not angry. I didn't say angry. Yeah, you did. Well, she can get angry. She's oh, like yes. Rebecca. But what I was saying is evil. Oh, well, okay. No, no, no. Evil. She's not evil. I'm going to beat the poo out of you. Okay. Can we just take a moment? Mom's a redhead. Every redhead has a devil inside of them. Depending on the (laughs) level of red depends on how much devil. (laughs) I had this discussion with one of my sixth grade students. And he tried to deny it. And then he's just like, "Uh, well, yeah, okay. And I've known this little boy since he was like five. So. Well. I'm not going to deny it because I have a little bit of redhead in me too. There's a little bit of devil there. Yeah. We we do have, have that redhead in us. And I will just say that it really is a phenomenon. Like we each have a redhead feature or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, um, trait of some form. And I can tell you what everybody's is. Do it. Because I'm a philosopher. Okay. And I don't know if you know that, Summer, but I I sit there and I ponder a lot of stuff. So, so you think needles. in circles over and over and over. I hated oh. philosophy. Anyways, continue. So mom's a redhead. And she yes. hates the term ginger. I don't know why. Don't I bother hate me. it too. I hate that term. It doesn't bother me at all. I want to rip people's throats out when they call people all ginger. Why? It's a color. I freaking hate it. Ginger's a root. Well, it's also a color. I hate it. I hate it like I hate carrot top. Yeah, that's ugly too. But so Tara, the oldest, she has redhead eyebrows. Which... Which are invisible. Yeah. (laughs) You have eyebrows when you're younger, but the older you get, the more invisible they go. Like the hair is there, but it's invisible and you can't see it. So they almost become like somebody without eyebrows because you can't see them anymore, even though the hair is there. And Tara has very dark brown hair. Yeah. Uh, So Aaron burns like a redhead and he always has. Yes, ma'am. Five minutes in the sun, and that guy is blistered, and that's not an exaggeration. Yep. Neil had that strawberry blonde hair as he yep. got older. Yep. I have the temper of a redhead. <laughs> mm-hmm. And no you, 
yeah, no denying that. You have the porcelain skin of a redhead. It's not really porcelain. It's porcelain white. Okay. I, I, I disagree on that. But hey, I do have the skin. Do you remember when, I don't know if we were teenagers or what, we would every year we'd have like a who's the whitest concert uh, contest. We'd compare like at the end of the summer our arms or something. <laughs> okay. So that may have been. But once I turned 18, once I spend about 10 to 15 minutes outside, if I do not have a hat and long sleeves on, I burn and I get sick. Yes, but you have that coloring, that porcelain white skin. And we would look at um, our arms and we were both, I think, equally white, but there was a difference which made it hard. And I finally figured out what that was. Dad had a yellow coloring. He was a yellow hued, just naturally. Mm -hmm. So I take more after dad on the coloring. I have a yellow hue to me. And you have that porcelain white skin. So when you're looking at two people and one's yellow hued and one's really, really like a porcelain white skin and you're looking at the skin tone, you're like, it's not really a tan, but it's different. What is the difference? That's what it is. Okay. So... Okay. Yeah. So we all have a redhead feature. We all have yeah. freckles. So yes. whatever. But well, we, we all, all have, have short fuses too. Yeah. Mine's. Whew. Yours is like full rage. Full yeah. redhead rage. Oh, yes. And it's violent. And it is the shortest fuse. Oh, yes. And then Aaron. Yeah. Well, Neil probably had the longest fuse, I would say. I think so. You were right behind him. Quite possibly. Right. Well, it definitely wasn't Tara. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I don't know who's the shortest fuse. Right. I don't know anymore. But yours was the most violent. Yes. But, yeah. um, so, Bobby, and you know, I don't watch horror movies, like the demon ones. Yeah. Because I just feel like when you do, you're kind of inviting that into your home. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Bobby wanted to watch The Conjuring or something. And Craig was like, okay. And then I'd never seen it. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't even know what it was about. And we're watching it. And it's about demonic stuff or whatever. But people aren't like really, they're not doing anything to invite this into their homes or whatever. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> holy crap, we're laying on the bed. We're watching it. It's my first time. I think it's his first time watching it too. And when she's like looking around because she heard like somebody walking around, checked on her kids and she's like goes downstairs and she turns around and all the pictures on the wall by the stairway just crash. Like I shrieked and jumped. Yeah. And Craig finds it quite hilarious. <laughs> but then it's so bad, Summer. It's so bad. We were watching The Deadliest Catch the other day. Yeah. And something came out of nowhere and whacked one of the fishermen or something startling like that just out of nowhere was not expecting it and i totally jumped and <laughs> may have even shrieked then like it's so bad i'm such an easily startable person oh, my i think half the time i might startle myself yeah i don't know <laughs> you just you're setting yourself up for some major pranks yeah i think i need yeah. craig's phone number 
Oh, it's it's so bad. And the kids <laughs> and, try and to Bobby get me. Hicks. Yeah, they they try to get me all the time. Oh, I, I need their phone numbers. But like <laughs> I will. You would think I wouldn't be that person that wants to do it to them, but I totally am. <laughs> oh, you know God. a good time when you pee your pants. Right. Oh yeah. So if you pee your pants, hey, let's share the love and have them pee themselves too. And when when you can feel your heart skip a couple beats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good time. Healthy heart, yeah. <laughs> Just got some exercise. <laughs> so I'll hear them like coming in up the stoop or whatever, and I'll sneak into because you know the floors will creak and they can hear footsteps on the other side. So I'll sneak over behind the door and they'll come in and I'll grab them. Ah, oh, this yeah. is totally like scared to piss out of them. Oh yeah. Or I'll uh, know they're going to be coming up the stairs and I'll hurry out onto the landing and like duck behind the little half wall at the top. <laughs> <sighs> yes. I'll totally try to get them, but I don't know. Oh, goodness. No, I, I get my girls on occasion. And they try to get me, but, uh, yeah. You can't really startle somebody with anxiety who's, like, just anticipating everything. I mean, you can, but I don't know. So, a good year or two back, I would literally lay in bed. And think I hear something and I would lay there just waiting and waiting for a kid to end up at the side of my bed. Cause you know, nothing's freakier than being asleep. And then all of a sudden you open your eyes and there's a kid like three inches from your face staring <laughs> at you. Now that, that does startle me. No doubt about that one. <clears throat> but, um, I would think that I'd heard, you know, hear them walking or something and I'd lay there and my heart's pounding the whole time. So I would be laying there. And I would hear the floor creak or, you know, think I hear them walking and nothing. But the whole time, and I'd lay there for like 20 minutes and my heart just pounding, waiting for a kid to like appear. And they never would. And that sucks. <laughs> so finally, I got a sleeping pill. So when I go to sleep, I pass out. <laughs> I don't wake up if they're three inches from my face. Well... For sure. I've, I've had some very whew, wake up moments, you know, I remember I was, um, living at mom's house or down in the basement apartment and I wake up and I look and illuminated in my doorway is this huge figure of a person. And I like come up, <laughs> it's, Justin, it's <laughs> sorry, Aunt Kirsten. Just wanted to say hi. They'd gotten there late at night. I was asleep, and he like was looking in my room at me, and the like hallway light was illuminated. <laughs> I couldn't see who it was. It was just a black silhouette. It scared me so bad. Okay, audience. Justin is our oldest nephew, and he's I don't know pushing thirty, somewhere close to that. This giant. Of a man. Holy crap, is like six, seven, six, eight. I think he's six, seven. So he's huge. Right. In height, in height only. He, he is a very slender individual. He, but he has broad shoulders. He does, but very, yeah. very thin. 
but yeah. I mean, it's still a very intimidating presence. Yeah. You know, um, Kirsten and I are not short women. I'm no. five eight. She's about five, eight and a half. No, I, I think we're, we're the same height. Yeah. But you know, we're, we're all very similar in height as far as the female or the sisters go. Yeah. So we're not small women. And, you know, we have broad shoulders. We can, we can carry our own. We're, we're physically, um, there. We're not little frail flowers that some women are. And, you know, nothing's wrong with that either. We're not petite. (laughs) Yeah. Not in any form. And that's Mm -mm. okay. But even for us, we look at our oldest nephew. Remember holding him as a three-month-old baby. Like, oh, Hi. You go give him a hug, and I swear I'm hugging his belly button. Right. <laughs> I love that kid. I love him so much, but, you know, that's how tall he is. It's like you give him a hug, and you're like, okay, uh, I guess this is what it was like hugging dad when I was little. All so right. imagine, imagine waking up out of a sleep to see that figure, just a <laughs> black silhouette, that figure in your doorway. In your doorway. <laughs> oh, Yes. Sorry, Aunt Kirsten. And he's got that deep voice. He does. Like he is full-blown man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I swear. Well, he loves his Aunt Kirsten. I love him. <laughs> he's such a sweetheart. Holy so you, you want to hear a story that was pretty funny? Um, this was just... Oh. At the salon in Ely. And it's like super early in the morning. And Jennifer is already working on a client and I get there and Jennifer's at Brienne station for whatever reason. And she turns around and try and like opens up one of, you know, those like little cloth basket things that fit in the little square thing. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's like a shelf of squares and you can buy the basket in different patterns and colors and put your stuff in there. And that's yeah. what Brienne had back there. And Jennifer like pulls one open and shrieks. And I shrieked and a mouse came running out. <gasps> okay. And her client's just sitting there going, what? The whole time this is going on. Her client's is like, really? But every time that mouse would run and Jennifer would see it, she would shriek. And then I would shriek. <laughs> her shriek would make me shriek. And it was totally <laughs> involuntary. And I'm, <laughs> I'm totally running around the salon. I'm not afraid of mice no, in the leaf. You're not. not at all <laughs> not at all at all you know and i'm running around the salon chasing this mouse and it would go behind something and then i'd go and it would run again and she'd see it and she'd shriek and then i'd shriek after and chasing then, the mouse <laughs> yes you're chasing it down i finally corner it and i was able to like put my foot on it to oh. keep it from moving and i grabbed yeah. its tail uh-huh but before that, she every time, and I said, would you stop screaming? She was giving me a heart attack every time she shrieked. It totally startled me. And I'm like, ah! 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 Damn it! Stop screaming! After As I'm chasing the mouse down. You had very conflicted feelings that. about this mouse. And the client's like, what? And I, I screamed at her. I said, would you please stop screaming? <laughs> but I got the mouse. 
by the tail and chucked it outside. But what the hell? I'm not afraid of rodents at all. You know, and that reminds me of, once again, way back in the day in Fernley, I was probably in sixth or seventh grade and Tara was getting ready for college. She pulled out this, I don't even know what those big barrels were. Do you remember they were, they looked more cardboard on the outside with the metal rings on top and the bottom and a, what was it? It was a barrel. Like a big barrel. It's probably like. Oh, four. the planters? No, no, no. It wasn't mom's planters. It was a good four, four and a half feet high barrel. And it looked cardboard on the outside with metal rings. I don't know what kind of top. But they were in her shed. And Tara was storing some of her stuff in there. And she is going through it really slowly because the possibility of mice. And I think she even said, you know, Summer, I don't want you looking in here because if you see a mouse, you're going to scream. You're going to freak out. And so I was like, okay. So as soon as she saw a mouse, she's the one screaming. And I walked over. I'm like, oh, look how cute. Why would any of us be afraid of any rodent? We had mice, a kangaroo, a regular rat. Like, why? Guinea pigs, hamsters. Well, that goes with me being the youngest is everyone thought that I was like weak no weak-minded that i couldn't keep a secret that i couldn't handle couldn't anything. Keep a secret, but not weak-minded well apparently tara did because she thought i couldn't handle seeing a mouse um yeah so for some reason people thought i couldn't handle stuff i kept secrets i, I didn't scream I don't really jump with uh, scary movies either. It's not that it. Well, the startle, the startle. It's the startling. It's like, not that I'm afraid. It's that right. it startles me. And I just like, I'm not a screen. I'm, I'm not a screeny female summer. Well, apparently you are. Well, you I'm not admitted a... a whole bunch of screaming, but it's a startled scream. Not a, I'm dainty and. Afraid of my own shadow? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if I can scream. It's like, Mom and I have discussed this. Neither one of us are sure that the two of us can scream. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I'm, help. I, I can squeak. <laughs> Is that a scream? <laughs> no, I can uh, get some bass in there when I'm yelling. Because I do that when I'm yelling at the kids on the playground. Hey, you! Knock it off! Well, usually it's to call them in because they don't give subs, which I understand because we're not going to be spit buddies, especially with the fear of COVID still kind of lingering. And so if I don't have a whistle, guess what? Kids clear across this grassy field. Fourth graders! Line up! The other subs kind of look at me like, what? You gotta use mom voice, okay, guys? You're too young. You don't know what this is. Use mom voice. Or I had sixth graders going on to the little kids' playground. You know, these kids are like, I don't know, they were first or kindergarten. 
And I just had it with the sixth graders. Sixth graders, get! <laughs> well, <clears throat> it's funny because, you know, when I listen to these recordings, I have a deeper voice than you do. Oh, I know. And I have this little high-pitched voice. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> but in all reality, I can scream high. I can sing high. <laughs> I can fake I have my voice high. Hi. Hi. <laughs> What's your name? Oh. And then there's me. I don't sing high. I don't scream. But apparently, I have a higher pitch voice. Eh, you know how it is. We're just kind of confused. Nobody knows <laughs> the trouble I've seen. <laughs> no, Jason does the whole uh, Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's what he's teasing me about. No. Well, I'm sorry. I don't understand high pitch, even though that's apparently how I speak. So, Paul FaceTimed me the other day. Yes. And I got to see my baby. And she's so cute. She still growls at me. Oh, like we, we still have that going on. She'll be three in August. It's like, Rawr. And he goes, <laughs> she can't do the R, the R at the rawr. So, she goes, Low. <gasps> with an L. Oh, cute. <laughs> Low. That is cute. She's so cute, but she's not a little scaredy pants either. You know, like I said, I don't know why there's a difference between my kids, my grandchild, and Neil and Amy's boys. Don't know. Mm. I don't know either. The most I can think of is how they handled things when they were young, like super young, baby young. Because with Savannah. Now, this was funny. Remember Dad's uh, The Buzzy Bee song? Oh, yeah. I did that to Savannah when she was a couple months old, and she looked at me just totally confused. Like, what did you just do? Like, (laughs) beyond confused. I did it to Rebecca, and she was all sorts of happy. Like, I know this. Yay! Yeah. So, I don't know. It's interesting. It just might be personality. Where I have uh, admitted that, yes, my youngest might be a little on the evil side. But, dang, she's cute and she's fun. Did you tickle that yeah. when you did the oh. Yeah. So, do you want to do the song for everyone since you have a better voice? <laughs> Why don't you do it? <laughs> <laughs> So it goes, it goes, the busy bee come out of the barn, carrying a bagpipe under his arm. The only tune that he could play was And with a buzz, you tickled again. Oh, yeah. And when they know it, they start fighting as soon as they hear the buzzy bee. Because they're like, nope, nope, nope. (laughs) They don't want to be buzzed. (laughs) Yeah. Savannah, just like, what the heck did you just do to me, Mom? I mean, and this is like a little baby. And like, I can't believe what what was that, Mom? <laughs> and Rebecca, your mouth open, smiling, giggling. Yeah, yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. At least one kid. Right. When, when Sierra tried to do it, her, her she just 
increased the pitch so much she was like squeaking by the time she got to the buzz i'm like oh, i don't think this is go that high i don't think so but, you know you, you crept your kids whenever you have them however you want that's all good whatever this is totally off subject i was at work the other day uh it was yesterday and i was stocking stuff in the aisle and this family came through it was a mom and then she was pushing the shopping cart and then the dad holding a little girl's hand right and, mm-hmm. and everything and i had stopped and scooched to the side so that they could go through and the little girl looks at me as she and her dad she goes i remember you i saw you before and i said yeah how are you doing honey you're looking really cute today thank you oh. goes, oh. i'll see you again oh. she was like Three or four. She is so cute. Oh, I love it. And my guy's dad, he's like just laughing. He, he just thinks it's so funny, these kids. I, I love playing with the kids when they're there. Well, of course. They're so cute. That's why I like teaching. No, I don't want to teach them. I just want to like, I always ask them, are you helping mom today? Okay, I'm probably the most immature sub there is. I had some kid do something weird, so I uh, I yawed them, which, you know, legs straight out to the chest. I didn't make contact. I had, like, a couple feet away. Sixth grade teacher walks by. She's like, excellent moves. I love it. <laughs> and then kept walking. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Yeah, so, I mean, I play with the kids. I don't care how old they are. <laughs> no, I'm I don't know. I'm as immature as they are because someone's just like, how old are you? Like, seriously, you don't ask people that. So I walk up, get a little bit closer, and I said, old enough to be your mom. I don't know why people, like, where do they come up with these rules to life? Oh, I know. I, I, I have no idea, but um, no, I believe in having fun with them. And then, of course, because I think it was fourth graders, they all bust up laughing because I said, your mom. And I'm always very aware when I use that term. Yeah. And they always laugh. But I make sure that when I'm using it, it could be considered a very appropriate way. You know, I'm yeah. not using it in an inappropriate. Just, I know the reaction I'm going to get. Right. <clears throat> yeah. 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 I don't know. I just... I think I just have too much fun pestering oh. kids. <laughs> I was just, oh, go ahead. Guy that comes in the store and I've been seeing him in there. Well, since I started working there last August or whatever, and he's got two boys and they're like um, close to my kids ages and stuff. But I know. Um, they're always coming in and I, I harass them. I honestly couldn't tell you what any of their names are. If he comes in alone, I'm like, where are my buddies? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I ducked in here while they were still at school. He's got this very distinctive, very deep voice. I heard it two aisles over one day and I like peeked my head around the corner of the aisle I was in. Yep, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> totally know that voice. But yeah, his voice come in, in and I just give him heck. Tell your dad yeah. he wants my cream. Support my department. 
You're horrible. <laughs> yeah. So I was subbing a fourth grade class. Not my daughter's. Okay. So one when I had to start it. And they're just doing it in a year project. Just kind of for fun. But they're still learning. It's more of a life science type of thing. And they are raising mealworms. Which... I raise for my gecko because why am I going to pay somebody for things that I can raise myself for How do you raise a mealworm? Well, I bought some and I put them, I mean, I obviously I, I feed the lizard too, but you have extras and I put them in their own terrarium with like sawdust, you know, stuff for them to live in, hide because worms like to hide there is a little like a water dish in there but to water them you the school is using potatoes and that way they can get water out of them the terrarium I bought was specifically for them so it came with stuff they are like uh, like little pellets that you put in water and they expand like a million times okay but this is a very safe one for bugs. I don't know if all of them are safe. So they go up to that and they suck the water out. And then it also came with pellets to feed them. And you just let them do their thing. They turn into beetles. They breed. They lay eggs. Goes back to worm. Just the life cycle continues on in this little terrarium. Well, the school's using um, like wheat germ. So they crawl around in that and eat it. And then they have the potato for water. So they start off with these mealworms. And the other fourth grade teachers are so grossed out of these worms. And I had never held them by hand because I'm just like, you know, there's no point. They're small. It's kind of hard to get a hold of them with your fingers. So I just use tweezers with my lizard. But I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. It is so hard to show the students in this bucket that they keep crawling under into the, the germ, the wheat germ. So mm-hmm. finally, I just grabbed a handful, well, fingers full, put it in my palm, and I walked around. That was funny because that startled a bunch of kids. Like, ooh, ooh. It's warm. It's not going to hurt you. Ugh. I even did that mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to uh, one of Savannah's teachers, her Spanish teacher. She walked by to see if everything was okay. And I had a couple in my hand. I'm like, did you want to look? She's like, oh, no, 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 I'm good. She's so grossed out by it. And then when I saw her class, I did the same thing. You just totally reminded me of another time I was startled. This one actually squeezed tears out. And I got in trouble for it. What? Were you in high school the year that it was infested with Mormon crickets? No. Okay. Must have been my freshman year. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was. Infested with Mormon crickets. Like they, whatever they do, migrate, whatever. And they were everywhere. Like everywhere. And you'd sit in class and you'd look at the floor and you'd watch them like crawl in and out of these like cracks under the wall or whatever. During breaks, kids were lifting up the doormat, like the mats at the front doors, the big ones. There'd be like hundreds of crickets there. I don't know if anybody knows what a Mormon cricket is, but they're huge. 
They're gigantic. They're huge. And the females and... have a long spiky thing on their butt because that's what they stick in the dirt to lay their eggs. Yeah. Okay? It is freaky so... looking. Like it looks intense. So it, it is pretty intense. And you know, no, this this happened for like a week, maybe two. It was it was pretty gross. Um, not really afraid of bugs, but I was in science class and I don't know, one of the kids figured out like I didn't want to be around it or whatever. So after the lesson was done, we were just sitting there waiting for the class and I was reading a book, like a novel. And all of a sudden, this cricket came like flying onto my desk. This kid thought it would be really funny to throw one at me. It landed on my desk. I full on screamed. <laughs> jumped up and like ran and was hiding behind kids that were waiting at the door for the bell to ring like tears running down my face like it started me so bad and it's not that I'm afraid of them because we actually went out with dad and caught some do you remember I do (sighs) it startled me so bad like I screamed so loud and the tears just involuntarily were like coming out of my eyes and the teacher was so mad and I was like, that had got me. It got me so good. Oh, oh. it was so bad. <laughs> um. Oh, Kirsten, you're letting out all your secrets. I really <laughs> need some phone numbers. Well, see, I really don't even have any secrets because there was somebody there for everything that I've either done that was wrong, you know, some stupid thing. Yes. So we really do need to make plans for you to come over and visit me. When we can go through an escape room. Oh, it'd be so fun. You will probably scream multiple times. Oh, yeah, probably. It'll be so fun. Yeah. (laughs) So it's time to call it a night, y'all. We will talk with you later. Have a good night. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.